it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. Hill hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is media day. The day before training camp begins. So to talk about that and all the quotes and everything going on around the team, we bring in somebody who has sauces, as Mike Francesa used to like to say, around the team and who is certainly very plugged in. Most plugged in guy I know, Mr. Nick Spano, co-founder of U Stadium. Nick, what's going on, brother? Hey, I appreciate that. That's a nice, that's a nice plug there. Not too much, dude. It's... Uh... Felt like we've been saying it, but it's finally here. Good to see the uh, videos of, of the guys rolling in. Beckton rolling in like a boss with the water jug. Looks like he was holding <laughs> like the equivalent of like a Poland Spring small water bottle if I were holding it. But I think that was like a two gallon, you know, jug of water. But um, it's always cool to see that you know the reminisce of uh, Jamal Adams being locked out of the facility with the key card. It always reminds <laughs> me of that. Might get locked out of the Seahawks facility soon too. I heard the contract talks aren't going too well over there, so better their problem than ours. I have to say, Nick, I'm completely broken up about that. I'm so sad <laughs> that Jamal Adams and the Seahawks are having issues coming to a new contract. I really can't even tell you how upset I am. I had trouble sleeping last night thinking about <laughs> this and I'm so, so terribly sorry for the Seahawks that this isn't working out so well so far. 
If you can't tell that I'm being completely sarcastic, I don't know what else I can do at this point. But yeah, (laughs) as you said, better their problem than the Jets problem. But the problem that everybody's talking about with the Jets right now is Zach Wilson still unsigned. So let's talk about what has been holding this up all this time. Nick, what's going on? Well, it's the same thing that always happens with the top five quarterback, you know, contracts. So, you know, Lawrence signed his a few weeks ago. I'm sure the the offset language in these contracts is what's is what's holding it up. The signing bonus when when the payout will happen. I mean, that's always the agent GM, you know, kind of negotiation here because they're not negotiating years or or dollar value. It's always just when it's going to be paid. What's in the con? Like, what's the language in the contract? Boring stuff that none of us care about. I know we're all just like, you know, get your ass to camp and or what the hell is Douglas doing taking so long? Just do what you got to do to get him here because he should be here. It's just kind of like it's the 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 fine print annoying stuff that none of us care about, but it holds up when you're you know you're setting the. You're setting the kind of laying out the roadmap also for a few years when we hope we're going to be paying Zach Wilson a huge contract, right? You know, that's the hope is this thing is ripped up in two years because he's outplayed it and you give him a half a billion dollars because that would be a great problem to have, right? So um, it's really just, you know, the, the agent kind of protecting in case of injury or when a uh, payout will happen and the Jets doing the same on, on their end. So it's annoying. I agree. It's such a stupid look for both sides. Just get it done. I don't know why this has to drag out. They went through the same thing with Sam Darnold a few years ago uh, where he missed, I think, three days of camp, actually. I don't think it's going to get to that. I think um, he'll be in by in the, at the facility by, by tonight or what's tonight, Tuesday night, um, and be out there tomorrow. Um, it just seems they're a little closer than where the, the Darnold talks were a few years ago. So I, I don't expect it to kind of go any longer, but I mean, you never know with, with these contract things, it's annoying. Um, but that's always where, where it is. This isn't 2000. And you know, when did this rookie pay scale go into effect? I mean, 2010, you know, this isn't the con- the Sanchez contract talk days, you know, back when those deals were, were crazy and harder to, you know, put together. They know how many years they know how much money it's just like the fine, you know, the, the bottom, the bottom line of these contracts it's just annoying that it has to because pr wise it looks bad for the jets i mean obviously it's not a big deal but everybody's like, oh leave it to the jets to not get zach wilson in and then the other half who already you know some of the fans who already are hard on zach wilson because they wanted justin fields or trey lance or whatever it's just something else for them to kind of another feather in their cap to say oh look at this selfish kid he's not coming in it's just an annoying thing to have to go through <laughs> right now but you know, most sane people can just say whatever. He'll be here, you know, if not today or tomorrow, he'll be he'll be in in the next few days. So, missing one day or two days of training camp isn't the end of the world. But optics wise, he he should be there, um, and the Jets should do do that, do right, and get him in there. So it's just it's annoying more than anything else. Interesting note on the situation from Connor Hughes of the Athletic: the Jets are one of thirty out of thirty-two teams 
that uses the offset language that is apparently part of the problem here. The Jaguars and the Rams are the only two teams who don't. Joe Burrow, who is repped by the same agency as Wilson, has offset language in his contract. So you have to imagine, as you said, Nick, that this will get done soon. But with that talked about, let's shift to the man who's going to be coaching Zach Wilson once he gets here. That's Robert Sala. He was the first one to speak. And finally, they're doing these in person again. No more Zoom. So Salah asked about the Wilson contract, said hopefully it gets done soon. There's really not anything else that he can say. Said every player is there except for Wilson at this point, and he has faith in Douglas to get done what needs to get done. Said that the team feels good with where they're at in terms of vaccination status. And those are more or less the highlights from Salah, short and sweet. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much else to, to kind of go on about now. I mean, once... I mean, now with the way training camp is, like, you can't even say once the pads go on because they probably only have, like, six padded practices. But, yeah. you know, once you start seeing everybody out there, the seven-on-sevens, the 11-on-elevens, like, then you'll start to, you know, get into training camp and, and you know, start feeling the, the vibes and start just kind of feel that football's here and it's on, uh, you, know, week, you know, days away rather than weeks or months. So um, it's cool to see people roll up. It's good to hear that the vaccination – you know, they've had, I'm sure they've hit the 80 or 85. I'm not sure what the NFL is kind of pushing if it's 80 or 85, but I'm sure they've hit that. Um, health-wise, they seem to be pretty good, knock on wood. I mean, that's the most important thing at training camp every year, right? Get the hell out of there as healthy as possible. No devastating injuries to any young players. Um, and just try to get as full of a, you know, 53-man roster as you can once cutdown day happens. Um, and then, you know, watch the, the younger players develop. And, and there's a ton of them that Salah's got. You know, Salah's, uh, there's some pressure on him to, to develop the back end of this defense, right? You know, he's he's all about the pressure and, and the defensive line. But, you know, a lot of people have their, have their eyes on these young corners. And, um, you know, will they bring in a veteran or, you know, a younger veteran that gets cut, you know, down in early September? Um, so the focus will be really on how these young corners play. Because there's some talent, there's a lot of talent on the D line. Obviously, Mosley, Jared Davis, um, and, and you know the safeties. If once May gets out there, uh, that's a good group. But you know the the focus for Salah is really going to be on these these young defensive backs. And it's going to be on the linebackers, too, because that's a group that has a lot of questions, as you mentioned, Nick. One of the questions is C.J. Mosley. What's he going to look like after two years away? And he was there today to talk to the media, said that he's vaccinated, got vaccinated because of his parents, was skeptical at first, said he didn't know enough about it, but did emphasize that it's a player's choice whether or not they should get vaccinated and doesn't want to make a judgment on it one way or the other. Said he weighs 231 pounds and joked that that means his speed should be a 95 on Madden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's... I, I, I don't think he's going to miss a beat, to be honest. And and when, you know, here at stating we were doing the top 10 linebackers and how he wasn't even a thought to be in there. Um, it just kind of reminds you how being away, whether it was injury or, or opting out, you know, how quick you forget about guys in the league, you know, if they're not playing, if they miss a year because of injury or, or other reasons. But a guy like Mosley, I mean, we saw it. Unfortunately, it was just the one half of football, but it was probably the best half of football a Jets linebacker has played since I can remember. I mean, he was all over the place against Buffalo. And the second he went out, it felt like the season ended in 2019. 
Um, I think he had a what a sack, a pick six, a forced fumble, that deflection, you know, pass deflection in the end zone on I think it was John Brown when he actually I think that's when he hurt his groin, which he never kind of recovered from. But by the looks of things at, at camp and just some of the videos he's posting, he looks to be in great shape. You know, he's hungry to play. I mean, we all know the league and not for long, right? The NFL, he knows that all eyes are going to be on him this year. And whether it's with the Jets next year or the year after or with somebody else, he's pushing 30. And once you hit that magic number, you know, in the NFL, uh, teams consider you an old man. So he knows he's got to put up this year and, he, and he's coming in in good shape. And I'm excited to see him play. You just pray that he's he's healthy and, you know, he's going to be asked to do a lot in this, you know, uh, solid defense and, um, I heard Luke, you know, in the play like a jet live podcast last week. Um, you know, they, they did, I think he was talking with Tim and they had a great, you know, kind of preview of what Sala is going to have, uh, Davis and, and Mosley do on this, in this defense. And, you know, he better be able, he better be in shape and be, better be ready to, to run a lot. Cause he's going to be asked to do a lot and cover a lot of space. So I'm, I'm excited for Mosley. He's one of the better defensive players in the sport. Um, and we just, you know, unfortunately with the whole Gase era, it just was a you know dark cloud around everybody. But we forget how good if, of a football player T.J. Mosley is. I'm excited for Mosley, but I'm really excited for Mekhi Becton, which is weird to say mm-hmm. about an offensive lineman, but the way he plays is just extraordinary. The way he pancakes guys and is constantly throwing them out of the frame if you're watching it on video. As you said, Nick, he entered the building in style with the big water jug. He was ready (laughs) to answer questions and get down to work. And he got in there looking like he's in great shape. It's funny because there was a lot of questions about that throughout OTAs and minicamp. Becton said that he's not going to disclose his weight but that he's at the number that the team wanted him to be at and he'll be ready for practice tomorrow. He says he was good last year but wants to be great this year, and to that end, he's added some tricks to his game, which is really encouraging because you knew he was raw and that was going to be one of the stumbling blocks, but as time wore on, he was going to add more and more to his repertoire. He's been working with Big Duke, so you have to imagine that Big Duke is slowly but surely seasoning him and giving him more and more ways to be successful in the NFL. I can't wait to watch this guy smash guys and throw them halfway across the field. Yeah, it's it's funny because most teams around the NFL, the offensive linemen are the, you know, the unsung heroes and don't get many of the much of the attention, but with the Jets the way their roster have been so poor lately and and last year really the only bright spot was Mikai Becton. Um, he's come to a team and he's been like the star, the face of the franchise and he's a an offensive tackle. So usually it doesn't you know, it doesn't happen, you know, really elsewhere um but he was so good last year and really the only thing that kept him from having that great elite season were, were the injuries and, um you know he's a he's a gigantic dude so the the weight and the health are always going to be a concern and you feel like that's the only thing that's going to get in the way of potentially a, an elite dare i say hall of fame level career um, so that's always going to be a question for him and he's always going to have to deal with it until he proves that it's not an issue, you know? So if he comes in this year, plays, wow, how weird is it to say all 17 games <laughs> and doesn't miss any snaps and, you know, is in shape and has a great year because when he's on the field, he's great, but it's going to be, how can they keep him, you know, can his conditioning up and working with Duke, working with Taron Armstead, 
he, I have no question that he works hard at his craft. He's added different things to his repertoire. He's going to be great when he's on the field and he looks to be in great shape. Um, can he maintain that throughout the year and can he stay healthy is going to be the only concern you have with Becton. It's not on the field when he's on the field. He's just, he really is fun to watch. You know, you don't say that about many offensive linemen, you know, maybe Q and with Indy and, you know, a few other guys around the league, but this guy just mauls people. And with his size, his athleticism, it's just, you just like you say a prayer for the dude to stay healthy because he's that special. Um, and just kind of how he carries himself. He's got a big personality. Uh, the social media game is on point. He seems to be a leader. He kind of, he really like relishes in the fact that like he's well thought of around the league and people respect him. Um, so, I mean, he's just a guy you just really want to root for. So, you know, there were points last year when you were like, all right, I don't even want to watch this team anymore. I'm just going to watch what Beckton does on every snap and you don't even care where the ball goes <laughs> or what they're doing with it, but you just want to see him just truck dudes. I mean, there was legit a point where I would just watch the left tackle play. Um, so to have to add Vera Tucker on that line, <clears throat> you know, Morgan Moses now, um, it should be a really a fun group anchored by him. And you just cross your fingers that he stays healthy. It's good to hear that, you know, the, the foot, I believe the foot injury he had, isn't going to keep him out of any camp at all. So that's a credit to him, you know, this conditioning and work that he put in the off season um, and the jets keeping him, you know, getting him in a routine or, or, you know, program that keeps him up, you know, keeps him in shape and keeps him moving and, and you know, puts that injury hopefully behind him. Makai Becton might be the most physically imposing player in the entire mm-hmm. league. And right behind him is Carl Lawson, because Carl Lawson is also incredibly physically imposing. In fact, when James Rapine, who covers the Bengals for SI and for Locked On Bengals, came on the show, he said he was the most impressive physical specimen that he's ever seen in his time covering the Bengals. And so Lawson also spoke today, said he left 100 sacks out there last year, And let me tell you, Nick, if he left 100 sacks out there, it's wild that he almost broke the all-time sack record in one season. Crazy how it could have changed if he had just had a little bit of better luck. He could be the all-time sack leader. But Mm -hmm. he did say that he expects to get the quarterback every time the quarterback drops back, which is a great attitude to have. I will say this, a lot of worries with Lawson that he only had five and a half sacks last year, ton of pressures. And it's that old Leonard Williams conundrum where Williams would get a ton of pressures, but he wouldn't convert. And then finally he did, of course, in a Giants uniform. I'm not worried about it because, as I've said many times, while sacks are nice, they're not the end-all be-all. And what you want is somebody that can be a constant presence getting at the quarterback. And whether that results in a ton of sacks, it's not as important as constantly being in the quarterback's face and impacting the way that he plays the position on that particular day. So I'm not stressed about it with Carl Lawson, but it is nice to know that he is really amped up and motivated to boost those sack totals this year. Exactly. 100% well said. Like, the, it, the sacks aren't the end-all, be-all, but they are important. You know, to finish a play with a loss is a huge stat. I mean, the tackles for loss is a huge stat. Um, and to hear how focused he is and how driven he is to actually, you know, finish the play with a sack is is awesome. You know, how often do you hear players with that mindset? You know, the sack isn't everything. It's great to get a pressure, blah, blah, blah. It's true, but you do want to hear – 
you know, how driven, like he, he hears it and he knows it and he's probably, it's in the back of his mind. And if that drives him to be even more of a force, I mean, look out because with the depth on the D line, the jets have, he's going to see a lot of opportunities to get one-on-ones and his, with his past rushing skill set that he has and what he brings to the table in this defense, where it's literally pin your ears back and get after the quarterback. Sal is going to put him in a position to really just focus on one thing. And that's, and that's positively impacting the defense for the Jets and creating big plays, whether it's sacks, tackles for loss, hurries, quarterback hits, fumbles. You know, I mean, I don't have to tell you, Scott, it's like you watch all these teams play and they're, they have these guys on the edge and they're, you know, strip sacks and turning the ball over. How many times do you see the Jets? It's like, it's, it's you know, it's like pulling a tooth to, to get to the quarterback. And then in the rare, in, you know, the rare instance where, they do get that ball out, whether it's playing Josh Allen, who likes to give it up when, when he's hit. But the Jets never fall on it, and it's just, you know, a loss of three yards, and then they come back with the Jets secondary and, and you know, complete a, a third and ten for 13 yards. It would be nice to have somebody who can turn the ball over and the Jets capitalize on that this year. <laughs> um, and they have the group to do it, and, and it's the, the defense that Salah wants. Um and and Lawson is just is an athletic freak. Um, he's probably the most athletic, you know, just physical specimen the Jets have had on the edge in a long time here. Um, and adding in, you know, Franklin Myers, Q, Sheldon Rankins, uh, Fatukasi, just you know, even uh, Vinnie Curry. Um, you know, they they don't have that like name at the edge opposite of Lawson, which obviously would be great. But they have a group. Of, uh, fr- they'll keep these guys fresh and just you know, pinning their ears back all game long, just rotating different guys in. Um, and I think that, that unit is going to be, if not one of the best, then the best groups that the Jets have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Greg Van Roten was the final player to speak. He said that he doesn't think that players that aren't vaccinated should have to wear separate wristbands. No need to shame somebody for personal choice, he said. Also said he's not concerned at all about whether or not Zach Wilson is there for the start of training camp. Doesn't care about optics. He's sure that Wilson will get there eventually and that everything will gel together. And then obviously the big question with him is whether or not he's going to win that starting right guard spot and he is ready to compete for that job. No shocking revelations there from Greg Van Roten. And I will say that that right guard spot is probably the craziest competition that you have on the team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Because in theory, at least, you've got four guys that are competing for that spot. Van Roten, Alex Lewis, Cam Clark, and Mr. Fiene. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's nice to not have to <clears throat> go into camp and worry about three spots on the offensive line like we've had the past few years. So um, that will be fun to watch. And, and, and you wonder, and I know I think Salah mentioned um, – that uh, Moses and, and Fant will have a have a, a battle for the right tackle spot. I think we know who's going to come out there. Um, curious to see what they do with Fant. If they if they try him inside at all, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Um, but it, Van Roten should be able to hold off those guys. You know, if he can't, then there's probably a big problem at right guard, um, bigger than we think. It will be it will be an interesting camp battle. I, I don't know. Cam Clark, I think he's just kind of like, uh, like a, kind of like a, a ray uh, or like a figment of our imagination at this point because we all wanted to see him play last year and he didn't. Um, now, unless he wins this job, where I would assume he's kind of a, a dark horse here, I don't think he's a favorite or even probably a runner-up. Um, I would assume it's between Van Roten and, and Alex Lewis, who the team seems to like the both of them. Um, but hey, I mean, camp battle and depth never hurt anybody and. You know, as we've seen in the past, you need as many quality offensive linemen and depth as possible. Um, and it's good to have a guy like George Fant, who you think could, you know, maybe swing inside if he had to, if for whatever reason. Um, good to have him for depth for both tackles because they're both massive dudes and um, health is always an issue there. Um, and even, you know, someone, you know, one of these guys can kick inside Alex Lewis to play center or Van Roten can. So, um, depth is great. I'm sure there'll be more additions on the O line probably as we get down to cut down day. And um, but yeah, it is one of the the battles that most people I'm sure will be focused on is that right guard spot. And don't forget, we've got five key battles that you should be watching in training camp. We did a podcast on it yesterday with Luke Grant, and Luke did a video on our YouTube channel all about it. So if you haven't watched the video or you haven't listened to yesterday's show yet. Go ahead and do that now. We did spotlight that guard battle, which, as I said to you, Nick, I think is going to be one of the most interesting ones in all of training camp this year. Nick Spano, co-founder, U Stadium. Thanks so much for coming on, brother, and talking about what's going on in day number one here. Technically, no action because nobody's on the field, but we did have the Zach Wilson story. And, of course, the players talked to the media for the first time in person since the pandemic began really appreciate you hopping on with me looking forward to more conversations both on and off the air because nick football's back now and with football back that means that you want to make sure that you are in the loop 
24-7, getting those notifications. And so if you want that, if you want all the information as soon as it happens, hot off the presses, as they say, I believe you have to do something along the lines of downloading the U Stadium app and turning on the notifications. Do I have that correct? Yeah, I don't even think I have to say it anymore. You got it down, <laughs> down pat. So. Um, we have a really cool new uh, kind of feature functionality that we're going to be uh, launching before the season, hopefully maybe a little test run in, in the preseason, but um, it's going to be really fun. A great way to kind of incentivize and gamify your sports opinions, which would be really cool. And um, definitely going to share that with you as we get closer to it, but download the app, turn on the notifications, um, whether you want it to be jet specific or NFL specific or follow every single team, you know, you'll get the latest uh, content engagement or whatever. Um, from around the league so definitely do that and uh, appreciate you having me on Scott and looking forward to you know hopping on before again before the season starts and um, just excited to have a normal football season this year and hopefully get out to a game with you guys and some of the listeners or play like a jet listeners a U stadium uh, listeners and users would love to kind of put something together where we do a tailgate and a meetup at a game Make sure that you download the U Stadium app if you haven't already and turn on those notifications. And also, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel so that you can see all the latest videos I just mentioned before, the five training camp battles to watch. Luke Grant put that together. He's got a lot of great film reviews up there too, including Quinnen Williams, Morgan Moses, Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, and more. And you can catch Luke and Clayton Smarslock Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock in conjunction with you, Stadium, Play Like a Jet Live. Great momentum so far for the show, and it's only going to get better as we get closer and closer to the season. So if you haven't been watching on Wednesday nights, go ahead and do that. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com